Yeah, buddy. New and improved. Coming at you. Changing the positions every week, people. You, you know what you can expect. Yeah. We get to we get to see your face all brightened up. This is this is what we're looking forward to, man. <laughs> Just as you said, like your your camera blurs out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep me on my toes. As always, dude. <laughs> yeah. It is, man. It is. It is. It is. What's coming? What's been going on, man? Tell me. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud, Brown today. Mm. Mm. What's uh, what's what, what's the source of pride? The pride. The source of pride is you, brother. Hey, uh, hey. Your appearance. <laughs> Your, your appearance on uh, the Channel 4 show, Lose Weight With Me. Lose Weight Like Me, sorry. There we go. That was, uh, bro, you, 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 your levels, man, you were up, you were way up here. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was too good. I was just like so happy just to see you just repping it and just, uh, you know, you could, feel, you could feel your honesty, you could feel your integrity, you could feel your energy through the show and just how much you gave a damn about uh, Kathleen's uh, progress. It was uh, it was sick, man. And uh, even 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 the presenter Jordan as well. Like when you made your appearance, like you came through the uh, uh, the the when when the picture of you, the giant picture of you, just lifted up, and you came through, yeah. and then everybody was like super excited and like, oh my god, look at him, he looks amazing. <laughs> and then Kathy's like, he looks like a model. <laughs> and then and then, uh, and then uh, when you left, like Jordan was like, oh, I, I tell you something, man, he's a. As, that Umar's a real guy. He's a real guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, my man. You know, because you don't usually see one that often. You know when you see a real guy. <laughs> Legend. Bro, you you too kind, man. Butter me up today, man. Yeah. <laughs> Butter you up real nice. You're like, what do you want from me, man? What do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> now, honestly, up. man, it was sick. It was wicked. And uh, just honestly, Kathleen, she, what a character. She's awesome, man. And she absolutely smashed it. Had proper, just fully committed to it. Yeah, man, hundred percent, hundred percent. Thank you very much, bro. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. There was, it was, uh, Kathleen, amazing character. I, I like. Mm. I I spoke to my auntie this morning, and I told her that as soon as I met her, I thought of my auntie because they're they're both like loud, strong, powerful women that mm. um you can you can you know you you talk to some people and you don't get the you don't get the oomph from them, you know what I mean? You don't get that kind of that that presence when they're there in front of you. Right, you get that yeah. with Kathleen. And uh, yeah. she's a lovely, strong woman. Uh, really, 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 um, how can I put it? Just just a joy to be around. Just a joy to be around. Mm. Always having something funny to say. Always got that big smile on her face. And it was it was really nice because the I think the best thing out of the whole process was, well, one of the highlights, so many highlights, but the, the, one, of the, one of the highlights was I called her the morning of the morning after the show. And I was driving down and she said to me um, really nicely, she said, thank you so much because now I just feel like I know. And I was like, ah, ah, straight away that, that, that satisfaction yeah. of, of, of like what we do, you know, we, 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 mm. we work in, in the field of personal development. Right. And mm. uh, that, that was just such a gratifying moment to hear that somebody who is gone through 50 years of life nearly is now at a place where they've got ownership of a part of their life they've never had before and she's expressing mm. it in such a nice way in such a genuine way that i could i she was just saying like, look I'm, I'm still as busy as i always be, I always have been but i've got x y and z in place and i know that i'm not going to leave it too long between meals and when i know when i when i when i'm going to go for a meal i'm going to base it around protein and i'm going to go from here and i know what my options are and i was like oh, this is exactly what i wanted this is exactly what yeah. i wanted like the number on the scale is is it's fantastic that she lost a stone and a half in just eight weeks from never having done anything like this before. But the fact that she's now in an empowered place and, and we're still coaching together, um, yeah. she's, she's, yeah, man, made me so happy. So, so happy. Yeah. 
100 percent man yeah yeah yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Man. i loved it i just Fantastic. loved seeing it take it i love seeing it take it by a scruff of the neck and just, mm. just running with it and um and just owning it as well it was awesome too right man and she was you know what she was such a delight to work with because every every turn you're just laughing your ass off because because she's just <laughs> yeah. busting jokes like the first one with the uh super sets and super sex i was like <laughs> kathleen what are you doing because <laughs> while she was uh i think she was saying that bit and either i was in the box or i i can't remember but but i think um, you were in the box yeah yeah, in the yeah, box yeah, yeah. they were talking yeah. they were talking about what your approach was and she didn't yeah. she hadn't met you yet so I'm, I'm, I'm busted a gut inside this box because I've been there for a little while. <laughs> and I'm hearing her talk about it and I'm just like, God damn, this is crazy. Man. This woman is actually crazy. I love it. Uh, I love that's it, hilarious, man. man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, just, the whole process itself was just uh, was a fun process to be part of. And uh, my mom had the, 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 the most adorable reaction. She's like, typical Indian mom. She's like, you're yeah. the first one in our family to be on TV. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, mommy, if I'd ever made it on TV, you wouldn't be proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's just, she's just that's super great, cute, man. and that's, that's the typical, yeah, typical exactly. like Asian mom response. Hey, like my, yeah. my grandma rang me the next day, and she said the same thing. And it was funny because mm. I was really apprehensive about the show in the sense that I mean, we we talked about it a tiny bit, um, but even when we'd finished rap, we finished talking about it, so we finished filming it. Um, I was really unsure about how it would come across. Like I, I didn't, mm. I didn't, I don't know these people i don't know mm. what kind of how they portray and you hear stories mm. about like people in tabloids and this and you know, just being like shone in weird light so you're, you're thinking yeah. like obviously what you're saying is genuine to you because it's my story and it's how i want to come across and and whatever but you're just scared you know you're just scared because you're mm -hmm. properly out there and um yeah. i got those jitters like two days out because they, they called me a week away and said oh it's gonna come on this date and um tell everybody you know and all this kind of stuff i told no one. I was like, I ain't telling no one. <laughs> Y'all can find out on your own if you want to. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, you must have known for like weeks as well. And then we literally, you only told us about it on the day that it was coming out. I was like, <laughs> I, was like, oh, like I, don't okay. have, I don't even have a TV. How am I going to watch this? <laughs> it's like, I'm figure out how to watch this. Got to get, yeah. some, get some 4OD going. Um, yeah. yeah, man. It was, but you know what it was? I got caught up. And this is, this is, this is a, a personal thing of mine that I need to get out of my own way and say like, look, <laughs> Obviously, the, the apprehension I had was that I would I would come across in a weird way, but that was right. based in no reality. Like, hmm. what weird way? Like, like you're making this yeah. bullshit up in your head. Like, like everything <laughs> yeah. you've said in the story is is your story. You've not they've not asked you questions to try and get you, but um, they yeah, it was just something that I'd kind of I thought and got a bit paranoid about. So I just wanted to be quiet about it. And then as, as people yeah. found it, I, I wanted to watch it and just be like, okay, hopefully they've just done it. They've, they've done it well and just tasteful and people can enjoy it and yeah. um yeah then then i'll start telling people about it but then on the evening i'm getting crazy amounts of messages from this member of family and that member of family and my my grandma rang me the next day and said your your judge's sister in birmingham rang me and said you're on the tv and i was like oh my goodness like this is this is yeah. actually crazy it's got all over the place but uh yeah man it was uh that, Amazing, that a, bit, a bit of a lesson for me to be like sharp man like <laughs> just yeah. stop stop taking yourself so seriously firstly yeah, and exactly. it's cool just just celebrate what you've done and you know yeah, sure. your heart's in the right place about it so yeah, just that's it man don't be yeah, exactly it's, yeah it's one of two ways it's like okay you you come across as you do normally come across mm. they put you that way but if you come across in uh and for some reason they just make you come across like a widow or whatever but at least you know who you are it's like don't worry about whatever right it's like truth be told it. I am a bit of a weirdo. So I mean, like, 
<laughs> can't really hide that shit, can I? No, no, no one's figured that out yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the second reveal of the week, guys. Second yeah, reveal. Exactly. I'm going to get my box. I'm going to get my cupboard and come on out. And be like, Sorry, guys. It's too funny, man. It's, um, one, so my, my bro got a message from one of, uh, one of our friends. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember Amon, like shortest guy, squatty. He came wrestling a couple of times. He went to, came to start coming to Sylvia's class. Okay. Yeah. So and it was because he came a couple of times. I, 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 you might not I think I vaguely, remember. I think I vaguely remember Amon because there's a few faces that I, yeah. I can't put names to, but I remember seeing with you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, we, we used to bring a crew along every week. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It was like six of us at least. Or something. <laughs> and um, the brown, the yeah, brown. So that's it exactly the browns are here the browns are here so like um, yeah so he got pumped like he was like i'm gonna start kind of wrestling with you boys and then uh, and then he came and uh so the funny thing was sam got a message from him and uh he was like i, I just came down the stairs and i was like my silver parents are watching tv and um i look at the tv and i was like oh that's umar and my mom goes yeah how'd you know who he is he goes I try to take him down at wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love yeah, that. exactly. Bust that had me in stitches. A double leg on that guy one time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That guy on TV, I try to take him down, man. I try to double leg motherfucker. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't move. He wouldn't budge. <laughs> That's awesome, man. What a, what a reaction yeah. to have. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I know so you. Umar, yeah. I know you. I try to take you down. <laughs> Oh man, you need to show me who the other is. I can't remember who he is properly off the yeah. top of my head. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, too I'll, funny. Uh, yeah, man, he's, funny. Uh, he's a he's a joker as well. So that yeah. was uh, that was that was a great result. <laughs> like, how, how do you know who he is? <laughs> <laughs> we just wrestle Sexy, sometimes. Yeah, me and him just, just mm. have a good wrestle sometimes. That's yeah, brilliant. exactly. That's but awesome, you know, like right? overall, overall, like what did you actually think of the show itself? Because I don't, I don't, I don't watch any TV, right? And anything mm. to do with fitness and health and stuff like that, I'm just kind of like, you know, whatever. It's just most of the stuff out there is full of nonsense. But actually, the show I thought was um, it had a good energy about it, it had a good vibe, and it was mostly like, you no, know, hearts in the right place with it, mm. um, and it actually had some useful information, and it was quite inspiring for people to see. That's what I thought about it. Um, and I was like, hey, actually, well done on putting it together a show where you're mostly all right and not full of shit, basically. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. Yeah. Do you know, that that's that's always the worry. And this is what kind mm. of stemmed from the worry I explained earlier, is that I didn't want to be part of something that was that was portraying the ugly side of the fitness industry, which is yeah. egotistical and is and is is just too big for its boots. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I didn't want to be that or it was trying to portray something that, that it isn't. Um, yeah. Well, like you know, just that usual. Uh, well, they didn't talk about anybody being a trainer, right? So that mm. was that was one thing. So they didn't mention that you know, you're a trainer. So it was uh, you don't want it to be anything like you know, just smash, smash, smash. This is how you do things. It was like lifestyle changes is what they were the key. Th is one of the things really, really trying to push in that as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I can't, I can't judge the people on the show for the the way that like sometimes the conversations behind the scenes were a little bit um in agenda based if i can leave it at that like kind of they, they, they didn't want to kind of drive things forward but then that's where like i'm really happy that i was on board because it was like okay guys this is the process that we have to go through with these people and this is where we should think about this and then you hear oh yeah yeah that's that's sustainability it's lifestyle change it's nice 
keeping people happy and making sure that they can they can function at a time like during lockdown and um yeah that's that's what i've really got to commend the show on is that where where the industry kind of leads the the show business to be about a certain kind of business they didn't really partake in that too much you know what i mean they didn't really kind of go that way um and i think that like that's what you're picking up with in your in your um in your opinion of the show like it it came across credible came across inspirational there was there was heartfelt moments there was laughs and there was actually real like decency behind the people the way they'd done their the way they'd done their own thing they're all everyone was really real on the show and uh, the the process was just a fun process man i can definitely say i would definitely want to be part of it again if they were doing something like that definitely would be up for it um and i think I think it's what people need, you know. People are, like our, our industry is definitely going in a certain direction, especially with with the kind of coaches that we're involved with now, the kind of studying that we're doing. And for mm-hmm. obviously, there was no recognition toward being a PT, being a coach that that, that you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the whole health industry is moving forward, then it's just it's a better thing all around, man. Yeah. 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 Exactly, man. That's cool, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fun. It's fun to see. <laughs> it was jokes, man. It was jokes. I was, I was telling. Uh, oh, what was the brother's name, man? I think his name is Zach. Um, right. big big guy who comes to wrestling at uh, at um, Ray Stevens. Oh yeah. He, he he messaged me and he was like, "Bro, you missed a trick." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "When yeah. you came out of that box, you should have had no shirt on, man." I was like, "You should have just, <laughs> just busted out with your sleeves and just just that's it. You should have just if you had the suit, have the suit on. You should rip the sleeves off and they'd be like, "Yep, what are we doing? What are we what, what's the job?" And just like Hulk out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I was like, "Mate, you don't know this, but they actually exactly. wanted to be topless underneath the suit." And I was like, "We ain't play that game." it's not that kind yeah. of show but then they were like can we use this picture and i was like okay fine fine go for it like, use that picture but but like this is not happening on like on like live tv that i'm not live tv but yeah. like on uh national broadcast tv that i actually walk out <laughs> with a with a jacket on with no clothes underneath i'm like no i'm sorry i'm sorry my mom's gonna watch that, this that, yeah that would have been that would have been so cringe man, no, <laughs> man. exactly this is this is the part of the the, the the business of show right that we need to be like yeah you know, just let me just raid you guys in, like, like, chill out. Yeah, it's not about me. Yeah, that was great, man. Yeah, it's good that you held your ground in that as well. That was pretty jokes. Yeah, we talked about this, didn't we? We talked about this off air, like, before. Yeah. Um, that was fun, man. That was fun, but yeah, it was just a fun process, dude. It was a fun process, and like, feel, this is something that I, I used to do when I was younger, right? I don't know if we've talked about this, but um, drama, like, in school and secondary mm-hmm. school, yeah, you know, you talk about improv, uh, we, mm-hmm. we haven't talked about it in so long. I don't know if you've been able to do yeah. it, but um, we should chat yeah, about that in a minute. Um, yeah. Oh, sick. Six to what, through lockdown? Uh, yeah, there was uh, the classes that went on. Uh, uh, basically, I'll tell you more about it when you, after you've said your piece as well. But it was just essentially okay, okay. the classes. We had like four or five classes left of our sessions um, when we were seeing each other face to face. So we just ended up having to get it done during lockdown as well. So it was nice. a completely different experience. Nice. But yeah, I'll tell you about that. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, in school, in secondary school, especially, I'd say. Um, I don't know what I was just. I'm just a kid who enjoyed performing arts, and probably there's a side to me like that. I remember when I was really little, I would be always that crazy kid in the, in the, in the weddings that would just be dancing like an absolute lunatic, <laughs> yeah. like just just having having all the all the great time by myself, just spinning and kicking and throwing my arms in the air. Like that was me as a child, <laughs> right? And uh, that that will actually stem into our chat later on that we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit about about childhood, yeah. but um, the. The performing arts side of things, I think I feel like it's left me over the last couple of years. You know, when you get into right. into training and kind of get a bit serious and and the whole earlier part of, of weight loss, um, a lot, just didn't didn't really pay much attention to it since leaving school. 
And then with, uh, but but saying that, I've always had a little inclination in the back of my head that I want to try something like this again. So a couple of years ago, I actually put my name down on a on a on a on a website which is like for extras and TV shows. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll do that and like kind of just uh, just step in because it's such a such a removal from what we do day to day. At a certain level, I do feel like my yes. my my human likes that. You know what I mean? Like the, mm-hmm. the different different kind of different kind of dialogue, different kind of scenery and stuff. Um, so it definitely appeased that side of me, getting back on there and yeah, just nice. kind of speaking. And and personally, it got it got easier and easier, if I'm honest, because there was the three filming days. The the first one was the one in the box, in the suit, and the second one was the, the one where I went to Kathleen's house, and the third one was um, was the one where we sat around the big the big table. And mm-hmm. all of them, I just felt much more like, ah, oh, this is fine, this is okay. It was the yeah. first one. I was ultra tense, like the way, the way I was when we recorded our first episode. Even though this is just me and you, I felt I felt yeah. like I was uh, on show for some reason. But uh, yeah, man, it was really fun, really good, a really really interesting experience on all fronts. Yeah, for sure, man. Is uh, yeah, yeah. Tell tell me a little bit more about that performing outside of you. Did you ever actually do any like plays and stuff at school? Yeah, or? yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, what was it? Year five, I think I want to say. Mm. Um, I was, I was. This is going to sound so bizarre. Like what, what, what kid in year five? I don't know how. How old are you in year five? Eight years old? Uh, no, nine, ten. Okay, okay. So yeah. at that age, I played Randy Waterman in a school play. I mean, Who's that? Uh, yeah, exactly. Randy? Randy Waterman is the. You know, you know how you have America's Got Talent. Have you, no, not America's Got Talent. American Idol. Have you seen American Idol? Oh, you have, yeah. you have Randy. You have no, the no, judges. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so so you have you have Randy Jackson, who's the who's the black guy, who's the judge, right? Okay. Yeah. The British version of X Factor initially had Randy Waterman, I think, who was okay. who was a judge, right? So white guy, uh, kind of like fruity shirts, and then just just that was that was his thing, right? And I, I for some reason played him in a in a, in a school play. Uh, but the, the but the the thing that links it back to me being me was my mom sat in the audience, right? And she sat next mm. to another parent, and, uh, and she goes, and the parent turns to my mum, and she goes, "Oh, that's that's my that's my daughter over there. That's the uh, that's the that's the kid. That's 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 my child." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan that. And, uh, that's a great explanation. That's, 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 the, one, that's the one I own. That I own. Yeah. <laughs> and my mum turns to her and says, "Oh yeah, the one in the jacket. That's my son." And she yeah. looks at her like perplexed, like I thought that was a teacher. Like, I just said, no, no, he's in the same year, he's in the same class as your, as your kid. He's in the same class. I was like, no, he's not a teacher. Crazy lady. He's actually You're he's just actually a giant nine. boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually nine. Because like, <laughs> I was, I actually wore my dad's leather jacket, which didn't fit me, but it was, it was like part of the, part of the costume or the uniform or whatever. And yeah, I was, oh my God. I was probably nine or 10. And uh, here we are. Here we are, man. <laughs> Thought you were the teacher. <laughs> thought I was a teacher, bro. I thought I was a teacher. He's like, oh, oh how is your son? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't play with him. Did he, did he did he get held back twenty years? What, like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's your son. He's, he's, he's got his own children at home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was my first experience yeah. with with being like. Oh damn! There you go. It sounds off. Phone call. No, it's all right. It's all right. I've got a phone call on my phone. It's uh, linked to my thing. But yeah, it's good. We're good. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. So um, that was my first, like, showbiz 
brown experience um but like yeah. on stage whatever you whatever you would call it um, but i really enjoyed it man you know like nativity plays and all this kind of stuff and then i played i played i played mr blobby in a play once that was that was great <laughs> yeah that was pretty awesome yeah, yeah 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 i could say that i played mr blobby like nobody who's who's young right now will even know who mr blobby is like i didn't really know who mr blobby was but that's yeah. uh yeah. that's that's like some 90s trivia for you right mr blobby like the big pink guy with yellow spots all over his body who was just ultra random i don't even know if it was was he a kids tv thing or was he like just a dumb thing i, I didn't even know uh the last place i remember him is that noel edmonds tv show oh mighty yeah, that's, that's, no 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 that's that's a different one <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea. I've no idea. <laughs> the mighty Boosh. I mean, yeah, he might as well have come out of the mighty Boosh. Yeah, that's, that's why I thought he was so random, right? <laughs> Crazy. Brilliant. No, um, oh, I can't remember. It was like, oh, I can't remember the name of the show. But yeah, he did say, yeah, that's, that's funny. You played Mr. Blobby. Like, did they make you he put did. on a costume in that? Yeah, man. It was a sick costume. They, they made the head out of like paper mache. And it was like right. eyes and shit. And it, was, it was great, man. It was really good. And then um, that kind of pajama top, pink, yeah. yellow spots. <laughs> nailed it man i thought i did pretty good and i was like yeah. the lo- obviously the largest child so i was just this enormous kind of like <laughs> bumbling crazy kid but i had a great time man i was like oh, this is great this is awesome that's amazing and it is yeah. like the parents in the audience again saying why is that teacher taking center stage <laughs> it's, the, it's the kids show <laughs> get off the stage yeah man, no, that was just that was that was little old me man little old me um but yeah secondary school was fun uh, and then I meet, I definitely wanted to go straight into um, performing arts as well up until like year nine. And I did a few plays and those those were done in uh, like a, a theatre. There was a theatre called the the Arc Theatre in Stockton. Yeah. And we performed there and that was so much fun, man. That was actually like in front of a big audience. Like, like uh, I think it was paying. I think it was paying. I think it was uh, obviously a lot of, a lot of um, parents and whatnot. But that yeah. was a bigger, bigger speaking role, being like a narrator and whatnot. So it was, it was really good, right. man. So from a young age, you have this like thing with, I want to project my voice. I want to speak big. I want to kind of be a bit flamboyant and enjoy it. Um, mm. But then, yeah, like you say, like I said earlier, it's 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 kind of a part of me that's been a bit subdued um, mm. as we've got into other things. But yeah, I think it's definitely there. So this has yeah. helped me to rediscover that a little bit too. That's fun, man. I need you. Like, come back to London, man. When, when, well, if, when things open up, we just hit improv classes together, man. I'm down, bro. I'm down. I'm down. I'll, I'll make the trip. I'll make the trip once in a while. Come down, yeah. hit an improv class, and uh, why not, man? 100%. That'd be so much fun. What, what, were you, yeah. what were you saying about that beforehand? You were saying uh, it's, it's, you've continued it, so. Yeah, so, because basically, it was there were like four, four or five classes left mm. of, um, of the show before lockdown hit. And then lockdown hit and they were like, okay, we're going to put this off for a while because um, who knows what the hell is going to happen. We'll see if we can do it live, um, go back to doing it live. And uh, But then it got to the stage where it was just waiting too long. Like, Look, guys, we're just going to go ahead and finish these classes off on Zoom. Hmm. And um, and credit to them, like as soon as lockdown hit, they started doing classes on Zoom straight away. Like hmm. dropping classes, the actual level one, two, three, four classes, plus the other courses that they had going on. And um, yeah, so they really transitioned and they made it uh, viable uh, as best as you possibly can on um, uh, over online. So yeah, just rate them for making it work. Legit, man. And then yeah, so then when we came back to it, I was like, I was missing it as well. I was like, man, there's 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 a part of my brain, there's a part of me which is just like like you said, subdued. It's latent. It's not getting worked. And I always remember like how 
I would feel like my mind is just expanding after doing a two and a half hour class. But you mm. just feel like, um, uh, you know, when you do you do any kind of warm up, you do a warm up in jits or in the wrestling class, and then by the time you come to sparring, you're like, I'm so fully ready to go. It just I, I could feel like you know whatever, just throw shit at me. And then it was the same with um, uh, with improv as well. Like you go into the class and you're in your own zone, you're in your own way of thinking, but then you start doing the warm-ups and it's just like, whoa, jolting you out of your own reality that you have on a day-to-day mm. basis. And then because it's very lateral thinking, or it's, you start to build that level of thinking up. In my brain, I could just feel it just like, instead of just looking in this narrow direction, it would just open up and I could see the world around me. I'm like, oh, this feels really good. Like my brain feels like it's expanding. And I could feel like I was really missing that. And then so going back to it, it was uh, so we did it week on week um, and did the did the classes online over Zoom. And uh, so it was good fun to to do that again and uh, just try and, you know, just see what uh, see what it'd be mm. like on Zoom. So, yeah, it did a really good job of making it work online. It's just, but you know, it, there's so much missing by not being there with people and being able to react off of what their body does, what their face does, like um and obviously there's that you know a little bit of delay as well if somebody says something and they want to say something but they it seems like they're going to cut someone off when they're on zoom and then you can't hear that person and it's just there's that little bit of kind of um uh, that it just creates a little bit of dead space or like you mm-hmm. just go huh what did that person say huh what did that person say and so it that makes it all tricky but yeah it went as well as it could and it was just good to like you know exercise exercise the brain like that and just come up with some like random ideas. Like one of them was, um, uh, which kind of stood out, was uh, creating a genre, or rather, acting out a genre of movie which uh, which doesn't exist. So it's mm. like just basically clump together a bunch of words, and that's going to be the genre of uh, uh, that you're going to act out. That's and um, and like you know, in that in that in that like you know, formula of a movie, or like you know once upon a time essentially this happened that happened that happened and then this and then this and then finally that and like there's a whole climax and everything and so we just came like with the thing that stood out was like one of them was a dystopian buddy comedy <laughs> it's like that yeah exactly it was um, it, it just like i just threw those words out I, I all i knew is i said dystopian and then I, for some reason i thought of dumb and dumber <laughs> i just went dystopian buddy comedy and they were like yeah cool that's wrong with that (laughs) and and that yeah so that was that was quite fun and so we basically made uh like you know two dudes who were in a car like trying to travel through uh through like dystopian united states kind of like the road combined with dumb and dumber wow (laughs) and and some like terminator stuff going on at the same time um yeah and it is exactly so it's just totally random but you don't like what what was amazing about it was uh, how how yeah how you can just make this into a thing where where the instructor was like okay we're going to do this for 20 max 25 minutes and then the next group will do theirs and then he would say okay five minutes left you're like wait what the hell where did the last 20 minutes just go (laughs) it just it would move so quickly you wouldn't even realize it so we were able to get to the stage where we're just creating scenes and acting out scenes and chopping and changing between scenes and not realizing that we're actually coming up with something with a bit of substance as well because mm. it's actually lasting longer as well so uh, so that was that was pretty cool just to realize that um if somebody said to you do a 25 minute scene you'd be like uh what it just that sounds like a really overwhelming task but mm. then you just start to do it and you actually realize you can pull it off so that was uh, that was what was pretty cool about that as well um That's... so yeah i'd love to i want i want to go back to it but um 
ideally once it's uh, open and people are seeing each other again and doing it that way because yeah it's super valuable man it's just that ability to express um, ability to think in a different way mm. um, interact with people <clears throat> it's a good way to understand people as well mm -hmm. like you know just when uh, you're reacting off of uh, what people are doing mm. um, and you, how you just take things in a completely different direction where you just didn't think it would go and then you just got to go with it and uh, so it's really good at teaching you a few things uh, about yourself as well as about how to uh, how to work together to make something work too right man too right you know one thing you said there really stood out which was mm. that you i'm gonna try and make the connection here you you said like teacher said 25 minutes and then five minutes when it was five minutes left you're like wow where's the time gone and that made me think of like that that happens when you're a kid hey like you because you, yeah. you have everything is a new experience and you're fully immersed because you've never kind of been here before and, and, and even if you have it's only been it's been quite fleeting like you've played with your cousins only a handful of times or you've been aware of, of this new activity only a handful of times and therefore you get so immersed and so detached from everything else in your life you don't ever want to stop playing or stop doing that thing yes um yeah. i think it's so interesting man how how that just the act of doing that is is lost and if you can if you can we take the example of like the opposite end of the spectrum like the, the poor poor office worker who's who's kind of the same mundane thing day in day out day in day out um mm. on the surface that that is the very opposite of, of this like there's nothing new or like the word novel kind of comes to mind about about that kind of existence and the 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 sometimes the um what am i trying to say the uh the external view we see of that is a very miserable person or very like a yeah. human being who's not really expressing themselves or, or you when I, when I whenever i see a person i always defer one of the first things i see is potential like i just see like untapped or i just see like oh this is this is a means of forward progression you know i mean that's that's kind of like yeah. what what you what i attribute human beings to being um and when you see somebody who's kind of stuck in one mode of being you're just you're almost a bit sad because that in itself is a, a person physically uh stuck you know what i mean like not really being all a human being that they can be um mm -hmm. and that has a certain look it has a certain vibe it has a certain energy about it and i think that going back into things that we do when we're children or recreating that same feeling could be um could be massively important man massively vital for <clears throat> super necessary is what i'm looking forward to saying <laughs> yeah. could be super necessary that's what, just yeah. what it is no, you were no. just basically the whole segment was just geared up towards you saying super necessary <laughs> you just needed this to get out <laughs> I, fin I finished i started with a punchline it was like i need to say super necessary yeah. let, me go, let me go build that build that now. that's it so, to get exactly. to yeah, right. it, yeah, hustle backwards, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is it is it is super necessary because uh, well, you were gonna you're gonna bring it up as well. Like one of the things you want to talk about, like um, you know, show me the child and you, I'll show you the man. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Sorry. That was an interesting <laughs> thing to uh, build on. Uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. tell me tell me what you mean by that. It's just something I've heard. Something I've heard. I think I heard it fleeting in um in a podcast or like a, a youtube talk where 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 we're talking about like self-development and how it stems from a very young age and we plant seeds in certain parts of uh consciousness and then they grow from those places and i think uh, those places can be anything right childhood experience mm -hmm. and and 
how 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 a child sees the world and how a child is seen by people around them and there's so many ways of looking at this but i think the 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 thought process that was trying to be expressed was that if you show me a child of a certain age certain parts of their development are so progressed over other parts of their development that we can almost extrapolate these out further and we'll be able to see how they will turn into an adult version of this child like like it's it's i i definitely see this like we we don't like i look at adults and i just think you're just big children like we all are big children like i'm never going to be an old human you're never going to be an old like you know i mean in the conventional sense of the word you're just going to be gorinda who has now lived this many years you'll be Omar, who's lived this many years you know what i mean like yeah. and and um what i mean by that is i i feel like that's a really interesting thing to explore like who do you firstly do you think it has merit do you, what do you think to that statement yes it does have merit um i can point to like examples and um in things that i've read um the, so one of the classic ones is the well it's quite heavily quoted i can't remember to what extent there's there's other examples of it as well but this um uh, this particular one was uh, like you know they had a group of kids uh, in they did an experiment with them so basically had a group of kids and they said to them you know here's a cookie have that now but if you wait 15 minutes you get to have three cookies right or two or whatever it was it's just more so uh, what they were essentially testing was the person you know, the ability to hold out for a future reward so mm. forgo the reward now uh, for a reward in the future and uh, having tracked the kids over a very long period of time like past college going into jobs and everything like that uh, the kids who were better at um holding out for the reward so didn't have the cookie now but waited 15 20 minutes and had the cookie then they had a group of cookies then uh they um they they, they were what, by whatever metrics they were measuring they were more successful they, they had better career paths they had better earning potential they had better grades at school um uh, you name it in the things that um uh, in the thing in the things that helped they they tend on average they were they were performing better than the kids who didn't hold off on the reward so uh yeah so it's power it's, it's powerful to know that if you're able to build that uh, habit younger you've just basically you've got a hell of a lot more experience in it by the time you hit adulthood right mm. it's like instead of trying to learn something which is like instead of trying to learn discipline when you're 25 if you've learned it from the age of five you've got 20 years of experience in that already right 20 years is like a what like a fourth degree black belt basically <laughs> when it comes to if you're looking at it from jujitsu perspective and you look at that and you're like okay well there's only a there's literally like a handful of people in the world who who kind of have that there's not that many you know so yeah you just like uh, that's that's the level that you can get to and mm. yeah there's other examples of it as well there's things i've read about um kids you know as young as three their nutritional habits get set so mm. if you're uh and habits are it's not just you know what they eat in terms of you you either give them broccoli or you give them sugar but like the even even as young as that there's a lot of awareness um and you know kids are actually very good at building concepts and that's another thing that i've learned from like especially the recent book i've been reading uh, how emotions are made and and some other stuff 
around um, like just <clears throat> around some neuroscience and what you learn is like uh, kids kids are very very good at uh, having concepts of stuff so when you introduce the concept of like you know essentially healthy healthy choices uh, you build uh, you know you build the parameters for that they're they're better at making they're better at making those choices the older they get so uh, nutritional habits get set very very early on and um, and yeah and and uh, your personality traits get set pretty pretty early on as well so um, there's yeah you can learn you can see a lot um, you talk about potential you can see a lot in someone uh, when they're when they're very very young and mm. uh, potentially see where they're going to end up like obviously life can throw many curveballs and you can it's always like a winding road you never really know but essentially are you building the um, uh, the right traits in kids to excel older or uh, or not you know are you mm-hmm. um, giving them a bit of a handicap by not um, introducing healthy choices not introducing discipline not introducing um uh, the concept of especially the concept of hard work and and play and play one of those things is like you know just basically the ability to push boundaries but um, not take it too far and um yeah there's there's lots to i think there's lots to be said about it um there's things i've yeah there's things i've delved delved into which i'm learning uh are showing just you know just how relevant it is to have the right frameworks for kids when they're growing up and um and how that influences them as adults and uh, but yeah there's 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 plenty of stuff there and uh, yeah i think you i think you're yeah you're definitely onto something when you say that yeah man that's that's mm. really interesting some of the things you just said there because mm. i think your <clears throat> you, the, the thing you touched on there was um kids being able to delay gratification for mm. like momentary um just like what's the word uh abstinence right mm. but it would be really interesting to have a uh an assessment almost done from a perspective okay we we have exposed your your exposed the child to this stimulus this is how they reported back in terms of their current understanding of curveballs in life like in mm-hmm. this in this in this scenario it's it's like i'm gonna abstain but i'm gonna reward myself later on okay so they have some kind of understanding of this the assessment score is x y and z i'm making this very very like yeah, fucking yeah. clipboard and, and whatever but i mean yeah. it's, it's legit at a certain point right and then mm-hmm. i suppose building that out into okay well this also happens in life or we can we can stimulate this by having this scenario Okay, your your bike's been stolen. Now you have to get home, or some shit like this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just just to just to expose the the psyche to these things at a young age, so that we have um, a means of dealing with these things in a mm-hmm. in a very clear and concise way, understanding them, mm-hmm. understanding what they are and how they have how they happen, and how we are to then align with our values when faced with these things or align with mm. a specific value and then you end up having a, a a thing to attribute back your thought process to you know what i mean so so mm. it's 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 just building it holistically oh, okay problems will always come lesson number one this is going to happen yeah. right but then okay which one of our superpowers which one of our values or virtues do we need to access 
at specific times. And I think that's that's such an interesting thing to to think about when we regard like childhood development because mm-hmm. we look at math, English, and science, but look at the human man. Look at the human in terms of what the human needs to to exist in the world. Really, what do they need? And then upon that, we can create a stable environment about, okay, now the human needs to be having a job. It's like, okay, cool, job. Like, job at a certain age. But pre that, could there be a curriculum based around these metrics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think one of the, this is why play is so important. It's even really important for us as adults, right? Because um, from from a bunch of, from a bunch of research like which has been done is like if i if i make something a bit more playful for you uh, to to learn in terms of you know your body movement then you're going to get it better than if it's heavily like there's that balance between structure and play but if it's like mm. too heavily structured then you're uh, you don't you don't get uh, the you don't get the benefit of play and play has a lot of benefit because when you introduce that kind of like novelty, your brain adapts a hell of a lot more quickly to the task at hand. So a good one I like to use, for example, is like, you know, if somebody's doing like single leg exercises um, or just essentially just trying to improve their balance. One of the things I can do is like, you know, use yoga block, place a couple of yoga blocks, one in front of the other is like, okay, you got one, you got one foot on one yoga block. You put the other foot in the other yoga block, then you got to remove the uh, yoga block that's left behind you now. Put it in front, then mm. you got to step. So, what somebody is doing is learning to build balance without thinking about just doing a hip hinge or just doing a uh, just doing a balance exercise. And mm. then on top of that, is kind of introduce introduce some structure with that as well, right? Just let them play with it figure it out as you by yourself and then any discrepancies in quality of movement that i see i'm going to i'm going to improve your um improve improve your execution of that and uh, and then you know people just kind of like, oh you know i learned something I, I i did something i didn't think i could do and you know it's i feel better for it not because not just uh, it's the play aspect of it but also because i've you know i've challenged myself i've challenged my body and i feel good for having uh, having done that um, and with kids, um, play is super relevant to the extent that it's where they learn how to socialize uh, mm. properly with each other. So it, they learn the rules of engagement as well. So one thing that kids are always doing is um, by by playing, they're making rules up as they go along. So even if it's outlandish, even if it's wild, it's happening automatically. So they're learning that for there to be a game where everybody can play fairly, mm-hmm. they've got to have some rules for it, right? And then the ones, they kind of figure it out themselves and they learn that if you, uh, if I if, if I break these rules, then I'm going to be cast out. I'm not going to be allowed to play the game and I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that, I don't want to be that kid. And so there's, there's a lot of that social interaction that's going on and play fighting is something that more and more nowadays is getting looked at as a negative negative thing you know is that they're trying to beat it out of like they're saying like, fucking toxic masculinity don't get me started about that stuff but toxic masculinity we need uh, we need boys to uh, not be boys and we need to stop them from uh, fighting with each other because it's toxic behavior it's like you don't realize how important it is to be able to do that in a controlled 
environment yeah. and that controlled environment is when you have an adult around when you have an, a parent around to watch what's going on right mm-hmm. <clears throat> because again there's there's lots of things that's going on but there's there's the expression there's being physical um when you are being physical in that sense you build this level of confidence in yourself that you can't get in any other way um like you know you you know it we i know it is that when i'm practicing fighting there's uh, there's something that is tapping into a part of me which i can't get from like you know tr- doing strength training or doing whatever like that is it's a different level of confidence that comes from knowing that you can handle yourself mm. then there's um and then the other things around it um are uh again rules of engagement you're learning how far you can take things and then the role of the parent is to make sure that basically if the kid's taking it too far they know they've taken it too far and um and you know they're appropriately punished for that or mm. probably treated for that but um but i think it's i think it's detriment to uh young kids growing up if they're getting told not to not to fight with each other or not to play fight with each other um they got they got they kind they have to learn those rules the hard way and also because words mean very little to kids um in the sense that i can you know i could explain a word i could explain what uh, what it means and they can start to develop the concept for that but they have to experience the concept for it of it so i you know you, you can tell somebody all you want you can tell a child all you want that you know that was um i'm just trying to think of like an example maybe but but it, it, it almost in a way is like it doesn't matter how many times if i explain to a child here's here is a behavior and this behavior is bad mm. but they're not going to know until they've actually done that behavior and then there's the corresponding consequence for that right yep. Yep. so it's basically learning by trial and the consequences of the actions that they've taken mm. because that that is the realest way that they get that they they get learned uh, they, they they learn what's going on it's just that motor output they get the this the, the sensory feedback from that output and uh, they realize whether it's good or bad and they do more of it if they realize it's good they do less of it if they realize it's bad so and and where play fighting comes into it is is um is again just like rules of engagement um helpful aggression release um uh, it's it's physical it's play um and they'll learn very very quickly what's right and what's wrong mm. and um and then yeah when you have when you have that it is correlated with um proper uh proper expression of aggression as well so kids who don't tend to have that ability to release that aggression um <coughs> and are told that just just play fighting is bad uh they they have um they're a lot more warped in well again on average they're more warped in um the way they express aggression as teenagers and and, and adults whereas if you actually have that ability to play fight with one another then you have a better sense of how to uh, how to engage with people as you grow older mm, that's man that segment was like talking about me with that bro i love that <laughs> yeah i love that so yeah. interesting what's, what's your experience so, so interesting oh i don't even know what to jump that, in bro yeah. Just, so you fully you you vibed with that in your own experience. Yeah, yeah mm. I did. A lot of vibes, a lot of vibes. Um, mm. Yeah, man. I think I, I'm going to touch on my experience in a second, but I'm going to try and kind of um, pull on this thread because you talked about <laughs> like the difference between play and structure there, like having too much structure as a child, 
and the and the the benefits in some ways, but also the negatives of that. But then the the over exuberance of play, and then the mm. the under stimulation of play. I suppose we could put it like that. Like like playing mm. too much and too aggressively, or kind of letting your emotions kind of take you being led by your emotion in that playful setting and maybe kind of getting a bit too aggressive or not playing at all and not expressing anything through your through like your emotion you know what i mean so you're not even kind of being playful um mm-hmm. and it made me think it's the thought it pulled out of my head is is like in we look when we look at like tribal culture is almost like you hear about these like rites of passage and and mm-hmm. there is there is yeah. certain like okay we're going to go out into the jungle here or we're going to kind of hunt for this or we're gonna this is gonna be your path you know i mean we're gonna we're gonna expose you to the elements we're gonna expose you to all the things that you need to deal with to to travel forward but what we seem to almost be doing is just no let's subdue that let's subdue that and then when the man goes into the world he's ill-equipped he's ill-equipped and then and then especially with men i feel like this is going to be a bit of a, a bit of a stab in the dark but in a world where I feel like women are really finding their voice, and rightly so, mm-hmm. men are almost finding absence in a way. There's not, there's, there isn't a balance of a male masculine presence that sometimes mm-hmm. can be completely balanced in nature, not be too hype, not be too submissive, yeah. just the middle ground. Because potentially where we've come from is a, is a, is a place of the sword or the fist. But now it's like, okay, well, we need to be here. But how do we be here? How do we kind of conduct ourselves? And do we go too far the wrong way? You know what I mean? There's, there's, that's the dialogue that I'm kind of trying to unpick with what you're talking about. And I think yeah. when the way you related it back to being playful and having too much structure versus not having enough structure, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's so interesting, man. It's so, so interesting. And I can say from... Uh, have I got anything else down? Yeah, no, that, that was it. But from my own experience like surprise surprise i was a bigger kid right Hmm. having that that kind of gift and burden from a young age is really interesting Hmm. now i look back because i was always aware that even if i did like if i just put my hand up and i just dropped it on my thigh like this is a heavy hand like i didn't do it i didn't do anything to to have this but i've just got given this hand like and i need to now i need to now know what to do with it and um, like uh, my mom would say this to me in Punjabi a lot when I was younger, hard to both bar in it. Like yeah. your hands are very heavy, right? And it doesn't yeah. it doesn't mean anything to a child. Like you said, it doesn't mean anything to a child until you have a play fight with your sister, and now she's like got a bloody nose, and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, what do I need to do? I need to run, I need to hide somewhere because this is about to go really bad for me, right? So <laughs> that's that's how that's how you learn that oh fuck like yeah. i need to i need to know what to do with this and obviously you don't exactly, you don't man. you don't ever intend because as a child you're just like hit you you hit me right and mm. at a certain age that the balance there shifts because you have a your sister mm. who's like three years older than you and all of a sudden she can't say shit because you could just hit her back right <laughs> like that's uh, <laughs> that's the experience i've had there but what you're yeah. talking about with regards to dumbing that down or just kind of trying to suppress that that's that's so interesting because my experience with that was no like don't do that because you're going to hurt somebody and i mean I, I took this to the wrong extremes like i could tell you stories about that i think we've touched on, touched on in the past like me i was just 
I don't know what it was, whether it was um, aggression. It wasn't aggression. It was playfulness because I would fight with my dad when he would come home. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was my version of Khabib and his bear, right? My dad. Yeah. My dad was my dad was my real bear, right? <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. he was he was he was like he had conscience and he had kind of yeah. understanding. But I I would get pinned underneath him. Man. Yeah, man, hundred percent. And I, you know, I, I I attribute that to how I feel nowadays when it comes to weight training or when it comes to wrestling with Sylvie is that there's a certain level of no, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to quit. Like even if you, even if you tap me out or whatever, I've got to get up and I've got to try again. I've got to try again. I've got to try again because I had some of that when I was younger. I didn't have a lot of it, mm-hmm. but I had some of it, and that that came in the form of this 23, 24 stone man laying on you, and I'm a child and just being like, <laughs> "You can't do shit, mate." Like scream and crackle all you want, but but yeah. in that moment is where you start to develop. I can't go now. Like I'm not going. I'm not going to tap out here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just cry my eyes out because that that's what would happen quite often but it's just yeah. me trying that's that's my version of extreme effort right is is to just rage out um <laughs> but then you can't like sometimes you're told not to do that with your own with your own kids your own age and you knew then there's a bit of a disconnect there so play turns into ooh, i could play but then or if you want to play like that then we can't play like that like i know i can't mm. play like that with you and i remember from a very young age being in primary school and actually freaking out because oh shit like Oh, I really want to hit you right now, but I can't hit you because you don't understand. Like this, yeah. this genuinely, like you don't understand what this, what this is. But it's not. It's not like that. Wasn't even ego. That was just genuine. Yeah. Like, oh man, you're pissing me off, and, and you're defo in the wrong. But I just, I just like no. This is conflicting me right now at this age. You know what I mean? And, and but mm. at that age, what would have been ideal would here's a dojo. Go to martial arts. Let them <laughs> let them teach you how to channel this with technique and peace and, and, and understanding. And basically, martial arts is not a metaphor for a curriculum for dealing with the emotions that can be kind of all over the place. You know, what I mean, in, in, in the right settings, obviously there, there is bad versions of don't go to Cobra Kai because they'll, they'll teach you how to be how to be a bad kid. Uh, Cobra Kai never die. Yeah. Kick the leg! Don't take the leg. <laughs> sweep the leg. The leg. Yeah. yeah, sweep the leg. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, you got I think a problem with that? Jeez, <laughs> going, man. Jeez, going. Yeah. <laughs> I think in that setting, it's it's yeah, man. The stuff you were saying is so on the money, and it and it as a, as a young kid who who was a bit different in that setting. I'm sure there's kids in the, in school who I remember a kid called Joel in our secondary school who was actually freaky smart like freaky freaky smart to the point where he was just ultra bored in classes and i imagine for him it was a very different experience to me um like this kid this kid i swear he used to carry his macros in secondary school like he was that clever and he was diced to the bone and and super clever decently athletic but lacked i'd say lacked social skills like lacked a lot of social Mm -hmm. skills so it's it's having that objective um criteria that we can then intelligently move people forward on and be like, okay, you know, this is this is something that we can help your kid with because he's doing great over here. Like, like he he could run through walls. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but but when it comes to like 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 the example you gave at the very start, I would have downed that cookie in about half a second. Like, yeah. give it here, man. What are you saying at? I'm not exactly. gonna wait. I don't trust you. And then I'll have it again in fifteen minutes because <laughs> you can't say shit. Like, yeah. That's why. That's, that's why it would have been. That's what it would be. But it's it's really interesting, man. I love this conversation. What what uh, what about yourself, man? What what kind of experience in this realm did did you have? So the, where I can relate that is, um, luckily, being surrounded by lots of extended family when we were growing up. 
so luckily because it's just like there's lots of different characters as well and we're all lots of different ages so i was kind of um i was probably like middle upper age uh no about yeah middle middle upper age group um so we'd have like basically from five to 15 just kind of hanging out with each other at mm. these families family events and there's probably like fifth like 10 to 15 of us as well so it's like a fair 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 few amount of us and um what's cool is is like parents will be doing their own thing they're having they're having a laugh as well you know trying to keep an eye on the kids but at the end of the day there's like 10 to 15 of us you ain't going to be able to keep an eye on everyone you just you know we just do our own thing we're just having a laugh and we're just messing around and you know we're doing stupid kid shit we are pushing the boundaries as well uh but then what what's amazing about it is kind of it's self-regulating as well mm. because i just i just remember this instance of uh, you know my two cousins who were just basically just great each other up the wrong way they were just pissing each other off all the time and they were older as well and then at one point one of them just got the other one like this and pushed him up against the wall oh yeah and uh, and so it was getting serious but even as kids, we were like, okay, no, this is wrong. Like, this shouldn't happen. We're like, all right, all right, yeah, calm down. Can you just <laughs> not do that, please? Because we don't want to be involved in anything where somebody gets their face punched in. And, um, and yeah, you knew that. So, and we were just kind of regulating ourselves, you know, uh, in, mm. that, in that kind of sense. And if it was like where it just got a little bit too out of hand, oh, well, then we're going to get told on and then we're going to get fucked, basically. <laughs> or we would, uh, we would like, in some way, we would just kind of realize that something ain't right. Because, mm. um, uh, yeah, so that uh, so things like that, you just, you 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 play, you take things a little too far, mm -hmm. and you, you come back from that a little bit. Um, so I remember, I, remember, I remember instances like that. And, um, yeah, things like that. There's another one where one of my cousins was a proper dick to another one of uh, another two of our cousins. They were younger, mm. so he basically he basically did like a little house of horrors thing on them. Like he locked him, he locked him in the shed. Oh, while, while, while we, it's so messed up, but it's funny as well in hindsight. It's like uh, uh, like again, so many people around, right? But he locked mm. him in the shed, and uh, they're like, oh oh, we can't get out, we can't get out. And then they start panicking a little bit. He goes and gets tomato ketchup and starts spraying it on the windows and then like gets a fork and just starts like scratching up the windows like with the, like as if he's been just basically making it seem like somebody's out to get them and kill them. Oh, wow. I'm like, I love I'm like you fuck, yeah, you're like, you fucking nutcase. And, uh, and it's proper funny, but they were so shook. They were crying their eyes out. They they came Stop out right. and obviously they told their parents and then the parents just had a proper go at our cousin. I <laughs> love that. Like, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, okay, you got to learn, man. You know, it's like, okay, you got your moment of satisfaction from like fucking with these kids, but you know there's consequences to this. I love that, man. That, that kid legit <laughs> needs to go and see like Sam Raimi or something and get into some horror movie shit, man, because that, that's legit. To have that level of understanding of what this is watch watch me watch me shit these guys up real quick yeah with this ketchup and my fork like what the exactly. hell man i love that exactly. i love that <laughs> proper messed up man it was so funny i just remember that and it, it, but yeah it's like it got him it got him good man and mm. um and then yeah obviously there's, there's there's consequences that kind of thing so when you're playing like that and you push the boundaries and then you gotta be brought back from that you know the consequences of that yeah there's um <clears throat> You essentially learn how to be in the world, you know. Mm. And um, it's like what you said about like you know your dad uh, play fighting with you as well. You know, just kind of like sitting there, lying there on you. And it's like stuff like that is so important. Is uh, the the ability like to because what he's doing is just showing his son and his kids as well. Is just 
the the rule again the rules of engagement is like you know how far you can take if you if you like proper clocked him in the face he'll be like all right mm. you do that again you know what's coming right that kind of thing and um and and so then you learn you learn from that experience and that's that's super important you just yeah you just learn how to be with people mm. and um and yeah i mean i can't i can't quote the stats completely off the top of my head but i just remember reading some wild wild shit where um especially this applies to the states but it's not really a surprise but it is surprising to uh, to some people because of um again partly because of the idea of like toxic masculinity is because kid boys are being taught how to be toxic uh, uh, or rather there's um their actions are not being regulated well the the the, the boys who tend the boys who, te- who suffer the most are the ones who are in single parent household i.e uh, raised by a single mother when the dad's not on the scene they have either have an absent father or uh, like they're just not getting raised by a dad and uh, you know kids like that uh, end up tend to end up uh, you know committing more uh, uh, committing more crimes uh, they end up having um problems socially a little bit more as well again not regulating aggression and emotions um things like that so the 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 what seems crazy to other people but makes a lot of sense is it just basically don't have a steady father figure in their life to show them the way mm-hmm. and if you're not having that then yeah of course your aggression and your emotion and all that kind of stuff is going to be dysregulated because you just don't know how to uh, you don't know how to engage uh, with that properly and um and there is a limitation just like there is with men limitation in raising in, in raising kids to a certain degree they they can't do things that the mothers can do there's something that the mothers can uh, can do uh, can't do that the dads can do and um i heard somebody talk about it uh, a little while back as well which was a good uh, which was a good point um because his two sons two very young sons wanted to basically they were just having they were having a fight and they were just rocking it out and uh, the mom was like stop it stop it stop it this is bad this is bad this is bad and he was like no i need these guys these two need to know how this plays out so i'm going to take them out back in the garden and they're going to fight and i'm just going to make sure that it's okay right and so that interplay was like you know the mother wants to make sure that nothing bad happens they don't hurt each other and is going to stamp down stamp out the the uh, the play the aggre- uh, playful aggression the father's like, no, we need to let this play out, but I'm in, I'm controlling what happens. I'm controlling the outcome of this. It's going to be done in a controlled environment. So mm-hmm. when the father figure's not there, and then, you know, traditionally you've got mothers who are like, just don't do this because I just don't want my babies to get hurt. That's, um, that balance isn't there. So that level of growth isn't optimized for, for the kid uh, in terms of being able to, especially when it comes to, I say especially, but in one of those things that it comes to, which is which is aggression and handling that, is mm-hmm. uh, is not instilled as well as it could be. Huge, bro. Huge. Mm. It's made me like think of. I I completely see that point, but then even looking at like sometimes you see parents, and I'm not a parent, so I can't really judge. But then you can you can almost like you can the only experience you have is how you were raised, and. Mm you can liken what you see in parenting to how a child is currently being raised. And you think, okay, even though you do have a parent, you have both, they don't have the tools to provide you with what you definitely need as a child to have both of these experiences. Like you, the parent didn't do the work, so therefore you can't pass the work forward. 
and and that's that's really what we're limiting when we talk about like what you said earlier with toxic masculinity and not letting kids play is that i don't want to open the can of gender work gender roles but like it's it's it, it falls there right it falls there like if 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 a, if a woman's way is to be child nurturing and, and caring in that sense and a man's way sometimes is, is to be job seeking and providing in that sense then there's a certain level of attributes that have to go with that to make that person more expressive in that domain and if we limit those things from a young age then what do we have like what, what's the product because I, I don't really know what that what that sum equals yeah. it's really interesting man super super interesting and then, then like uh, yeah, I think just kind of going back to <clears throat> going back to my own experience, it would have been very, very interesting to see how, because it's really just channeling potential, right? Like we, like yes. the book, the book of uh, Maxwell Maltz, uh, Psycho Cybernetics. I'm revisiting that right now, and I didn't actually, I never actually finished it, but I've got all the way, I've got a lot of the way through it. But then, you know, you kind of, you don't, you want to listen to it with new eyes and new ears. Um, one of the things he talks about is this kind of this analogy of this guidance missile and it only knows that it's going off course because of this this like servo mechanism within it the servo mechanism knows the destination it knows the trajectory and then it then it will detect if, if there's a bit of a gust of wind it will pull you back onto course if there's a little bit of a uh, an object to avoid it will kind of go around and pull you back on but that servo mechanism is is the is in this scenario is the the, the, the the missile will be the child and the servo mechanism, the guidance system will be the parent. But if that guidance system doesn't know how to how this child is to traverse because their own um, trajectory has been a bit warped and a bit off in some ways, then it's it's I suppose that's how you get a variation. But then you almost you, you definitely need some of the right source. You know, I mean, some of the right ingredients to to keep keep. Uh, effective people i guess effective people and then that goes into building strong communities right i suppose i suppose that's what dictates what we need and it's difficult to say okay well why is this thing valued more than the other well well what what's what service can it provide in the context of a community that that yeah. can almost dictate like we what we do we are extrapolations of like healers right healers but then also self-development so i mean teachers you know, and in a way we're teachers so this is vital i think absolutely vital because we go away we study ourselves we put ourselves at the um at the computer at the book or whatever or, or out in experience and we relay that information back but then other experiences other 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 teachings might not be as valuable so you'd almost mm -hmm. look at that and be like okay well these are the things you definitely need in the same way that our curriculums in school will say you need x y and z to pass well this stuff is no less no less valuable, probably more, it's more valuable, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's mm. what prepares you to handle, yeah, to deal with life, to yeah. be able to get through it with that ability to adapt because, yeah, you, you learn a set of skills which are useful for um, pros, yeah, prospering and optimizing your life as opposed to a set of skills which are uh, only applicable in a narrow narrow domain is, uh, you know, for example, we talked about it last time a little bit, um, but like you know, school is essentially geared towards getting you, like we talked about it being like mostly is channeling uh, uh, obedience, is making you obedient. And 
gearing you up to have a job in this very structured kind of way. But if, um, but it, but that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty narrow domain in terms of you know, um, in terms of what could, like you know life can throw at you. So there's there's more to it than that, and it's just essentially those life skills as opposed to school skills, you know, that, mm. uh, that you need to that you need to uh, garner and cultivate. I think hundred um, percent. That's, yeah, that's where it helps you. Totally agree, man. You said something there which is really really powerful, like skills in a narrow domain. And like mm. this life is anything but narrow, eh? Like we, mm. we the made what you made me think of was like the Chinese weightlifter kids, like like mm. the, the the judgment of criteria is like, I don't know they, they'll they'll see like what's your what's your femur to to tib mm. fib ratio, uh, how how uh, I don't know your your pelvis can you achieve certain levels of, of hip flexion, um, and dorsiflexion or whatever? Like those are skills that they're looking for in a very narrow domain. Like this kid will has the bare bones to be a good back squatter but mm. let's let's see for the sport of life like let's see for the sport of life does that kid have the the attributes he'll need to deal with what's to come you know what i mean that that's yeah. that's such an interesting thing to explore and based on our own experiences um yeah like your, your cousin definitely has the skills to be scary one scary little, one scary little guy man one scary little guy but um I suppose, I suppose this is what happens later in life. It comes out in the wash, eh? Like with people like us in the sense that this morning I had a chat with a friend and it was all about self-development and it was, okay, well, let's go back and look at the things that we, that we aren't doing so that we can slowly move forward uh, or things that we would like to include in our life. And like we said, like we always talk about the language we use for ourselves. Now these were learning these now at the age of 30, 29 or whatever, right? Like mm, since the ship ain't sailed, never sail. I don't believe in that yeah. bullshit. Like you can't, you can't exactly. old dog new tricks now, man. But it's, it's almost something in a way it's almost more valuable now because you run at it with some passion. You know what I mean? You've, you've had years to develop passion and to understand mm -hmm. that fully and feel it, you know, the color of it, the feel of it, the, the, the tactile nature of passion. And then when you get a new book, you just oh, you go to it all with everything. Um, but yeah, having this from, from a young age could be very, very interesting. I think you see examples of that when you meet people that are just mm. rounded in ways. Oh, Jesus. Like, like you, so you give the analogy of the black belt, the four degree black belt mm. in, in jiu-jitsu. You, 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 you tussle with someone like that and you're going to know about it, right? Because you, yeah. you'll, be, you'll be made to a human pretzel before you know it. Yeah. <clears throat> which, which interesting was, was my first experience of jiu-jitsu, right? Like, like the, guy, <laughs> the, guy, the guy who just tied me up in knots for 10 minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah I, I suppose that that's then you can look at that kind of person you're almost in awe a little bit um mm -hmm. because you're like wow this this is this is what life expressed in the ways that we value looks mm -hmm. like and you know oh, shit wow thanks for that you, you, you can't yeah. really not be uh be happy in that kind of presence especially if you're yeah. not especially if you're looking at it in the, in the way that we we look at things yeah that's it mm -hmm. yes yeah. uh yeah you you yeah it's like teaching an old dog new tricks is uh it's entirely possible is because uh, i've yeah i've got a client who's like you know nearly uh, nearly in their 70s mm. and just yeah. learning how to move in a fresh uh, in a fresh way and is is loving every moment of it and it's like you know that's 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 amazing that's inspiring as well because mm -hmm. it's like it, it just feels like we're so far away from that Hey, but at the same time, it's gonna you're gonna blink and you just you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be 70 years old, yeah. and you'll be like shit, that happened real quick, and so to know that 
there's you know just looking at it um, yeah I'm, I'm quite inspired by it to be honest as like watching my client just always talk about um, ways of trying to improve uh, improve their life and it's like that's amazing you know you you I love that you live your life like it's you've got a lot of life left because you do you do you have It's like whether if, if you want to look at average uh, average age statistics is like whether it's till like 76 or 77 in the states you know so in theory like you know maybe you only live to the average age and it's only got another eight years but you got a lot, lot of life left in those eight years maybe you got another 20 years to go but you got a lot of life left in that if maybe you got six months to go but even then you got a lot of life to live in those six months you know just depending on how you approach it mm -hmm. so yeah it's fully it's, it's, it's awesome to see that it's um and I, yeah, I really appreciate it. And uh, it's a good thing to to watch because it's like amazing. You know, you mm. you can you are still improving your life no matter what age you get to. That's it, man. That's it. It's like it's the uh, don't count the days, make the days count, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, That's exactly. it. And, and like the the Jordan the Jordan Peterson line comes to mind of of, of the node in a network, but then. Mm -hmm you're recognizing of another node and being like yeah, good job man <laughs> like you're, you're fighting yeah. fight the good fight like even, even yeah. though you're it's it's like i don't know why it brought up brought back images of you know the matrix matrix mm -hmm. is, is i think it's reloaded or it's what, what are the what are the what are the what's the last matrix the crazy revolutions one? revolutions so you, you know when they're when they're in the big mech suits and there's that there's that older yeah. guy and he's uh he's a pretty badass right it's like he's 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 yeah. going out but he's he's going out like with all guns blazing literally yeah um, exactly it's it's that that's that's the image i see with when i see somebody who is unwavering in their in their resolve mm -hmm. like again like we said the body will wither but you're it's just going to be grinder you know what i mean it's just it's just still you yeah. like whatever you are you will just be you in that in that later form um mm -hmm. and it's yeah yeah like like you said it's a very inspiring to see that um mm -hmm. but but equally sad I think, sorry. <laughs> say say all this is his. Yeah, man. Um, it's equally sad when you see unfulfilled potential. Um, obviously, in yourself, when you see that, you just like this is this is the worst feeling, and that like, you've described yeah. it in your own way in the past. I think it's great the way you describe it. Um, but then you see it in others, and you think, man, you've got, you've got, but you, but at some way, some point in in this road. You, either you stopped believing or you never were told that mm -hmm. this is actually where you come from. It's like, it's like the, the Harry Potter line, like when he's like, you're a wizard, Harry. It's like, oh shit, I can do all this stuff. Like, no one ever told me this. <laughs> but um, telling somebody yeah. that from a young age, I think making them feel, this is why I love, like you, you watch these videos of parents telling their kids, like you are actually, you can do whatever you, you can, you want to do, whatever it is, you can do it, you can achieve it. That's mm -hmm. so vital, man. That's so vital because you don't live, you don't play by the rules of, of the world and and unfortunately the world in the top top it's a business it's a it's a hierarchy it's like it's a structure that's created but it doesn't it doesn't appease the human that stuff mm -hmm. is right to the core of the of the person right and that's that's um when somebody believes that and they go forward with that vision that's when you see amazing people and amazing things because they like you said they've been a fourth degree black belt and now they're only seven <laughs> so yeah <laughs> damn dangerous child man exactly it's like yeah, yeah, exactly. What is it? The, 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 the shorter, usual shorter time span of which you get into black belt is like you know seven years or something. It's like mm. from day zero to age seven, there's a black belt <laughs> already. Savage, <man. laughs> like, like, starting to yeah, is uh, that yeah, um, yeah, just instilling that level of uh, yeah, instilling the skills to be able to yeah, to be able to hit black belt in like lots of different domains, right? Mm. And just that cross mm. that crossover. Two 
Yeah, it's a good way to break it down, I think. It's just like, what level am I at all these different things? You know, mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, I just feel like I'm a purple belt in, uh, in my line of work. Because mm. I'm always, I'm always like, uh, you know, I've kind of, I'm at that stage where right, I know this is what I'm about. And now I'm adding other like things to keep, keep refining what I'm doing. It's just, you know, the, the, con the concept that at Purple Belt, you, you get to the level where this is going to be your game, but you're just getting better and better and better and better at that game through Brown Belt and then to Black Belt, right? And, um, but I don't know because I'm still a Blue Belt in Jits. So. <laughs> So, and I will be for fucking forever because I'm <laughs> lifting. <laughs> Get used to that thing, my friend. Yeah, blue exactly. for life. Blue for That's life. it, man. Uh, blue. You're, you're my boy, Blue. Like, I don't care. I don't care, man. As long as as long as I just feel like I'm getting better, that's good. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's like so 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 that kind of that kind of concept, right? And then just thinking, didn't I just think about it in other in other areas of life? You're like, where am I? You know, where do I feel like I might be a black belt? Where do I feel like I might be mm. a blue belt or a purple belt? Where am I a complete white belt? Where am I a complete beginner? Mm. But it's nice to look at it that way as well because it just shows that, oh yeah, there's progressions to this that, okay, that, I'm, that I'm able to make. You know, um, uh, you can get to blue belt in a lot of different things in life. And like, you know, that's usually a decent enough level for most things. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> it's like, you know, but what really floats your boat? Where's your curiosity at? What really inspires you? And then, okay, well, I want to push on further and further and further and further and um down the down the track there mm -hmm. totally agree man really really interesting things to, to that really interesting way of quantifying it and i think at the end of the mm -hmm. day like going from white to blue is like going from what 75 kilos to to 72 kilos like it's it's a, it's, it's a big thing in terms of the, the number on the scale but what gets you from point A to point B is the habits. And that's the, the habits of, of repetition of, of arm drag, of, of collar tie, of, of, of sleeve control, of, of all this shit, right? That, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the thing we're really looking at, the habits that you're creating along the way. And then yeah. the expression of that habit along the way is like, okay, now you're worthy of the status of black belt. And yeah, um, yeah man, it's, it's really interesting. Really, really interesting. Cool way of looking at things. Um, yeah, I think I think I'd open that up to the to to viewers at home and be like, this is a this is a fun topic for us. I can tell, G's enjoying it. I'm definitely enjoying it. What's uh, what's your take on this? And do you think it has merit? Because um, we got some great interaction a couple of weeks back from uh, one of the podcasts, and even last week we got some good interaction. So have have some thoughts on that, people. Let's let, let, let let's hear let's hear your thoughts. You know where to reach us. Um, usually Instagram, we get a lot of messages through Instagram. So message in message in people in india we're listening for you guys yeah you, you guys are our biggest our biggest audience um and uh yeah let's 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 hear from you guys out there so uh send it in punjabi english we don't care man just get the messages in <laughs> yeah it's like well i can't read punjabi so please translate if you can <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Just, just send it in in like in, in punjabi but with the english english yeah. text so we can try we have a good time figuring it out yeah Probably. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> new, new skill right new skill there to you're right white belt white belt type that's it man tell me tell me about evolve brown tell me about the name evolve brown evolve brown is is what know what it says in the tin bro it says it yeah. says you got to move forward right you got to move forward with mm -hmm. with yeah move forward or die right that's that's really the <laughs> yeah. uh, the the thought exactly. process here and, and you say that dramatically obviously it's, it's it's not we're not looking at it like that but you Hmm. It's everything we've just been talking about, man. It's everything we've just been talking about, and 
what I absolutely love about life is the fact that you can wake up one morning and have a thought and then another and another and another mm. and then act on that thought and before you know it you're in a different place entirely um mm. regardless of what has been in the past you can we have choice you know that, that's 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 amazing and then and then speaking to someone like yourself speaking to uh, i had a chat with emily anger this morning emily anger mm. um came on the podcast and gave a great account of herself give, give us a great conversation um go back and listen to that one if if, if you which which one g come on man i'm, I'm looking for you on this come on okay. say, i'm gonna say episode 29 oh she, she's yeah. she's she's the five foot blonde girl so there's only have only had we've only had one so uh you can't you can't right. really you can't really miss her maybe 29 if i'm right if i'm right about that i mean i'm gonna say just... earlier than that i'm gonna say like 23 24 oh man we got we got we'll figure out what actually you might be right you know because i hope you're right i hope you're right <laughs> <laughs> the excitement the excitement He's, he's looking, he's looking, yeah, so... I am looking, i got to figure this out. Come on. It is! It's 29. Is it? Oh, bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> The trivia, the knowledge. That... <laughs> that's, that's why you are Brown Brown right there. I'm, I'm Aspie Brown, man. That is, that is, that's, good, that's Goodwill Hunting Brown, that's what that is. I love that, I love that. You're just straight Robin Williams Brown. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I'm, I'm impressed, I'm impressed myself, I must say so. Give yourself a pat on the back, bro. Yeah, there buddy. we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I Get love that it. Dust I love off it. the shoulder, baby. Yeah, but that was it. That was a sick episode. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. People go listen to that episode twenty-nine with Emily. Um, mm-hmm. Just dropping some hot bombs, man. So, Too right. Too right. Mm, definitely. I'm going to revisit that this weekend as well. So um, yeah, just, just Evolve Brown was just talking about how thankful to have these thoughts and thankful to have exposure to yourself, who's exposed me to X, Y, and Z. And then go along with thought processes along this way, because ultimately we can we now have the ability to look at our lives and self-reflect on the things we've just been talking about. Okay, yes, our childhoods were geared in a certain direction. It is what it is, and now we have to choose. Like, do I want to conduct myself in this way? Um, I'm an I'm a white belt here. Like, let's let's make a plan to move forward, because this is causing me some discomfort. It's causing me some irritation or like a lack that i don't want to see because i know it will spread and and i think i have this thought sometimes like if i'm if i'm able to code my own genetics do i want to pass this one on no <laughs> like no this yeah. shit dies this shit dies in me i'm gonna kill it right now like that's that's <laughs> yeah. the uh that's the thought process with which when it's when when the fire is full that's that's what i feel um mm. so yeah that spark the name evolved brown and uh obviously our, our title about about podcast had a little yeah. something, something to do with it. So uh, <laughs> yeah. thank you very much, Mr. Gurinder, for thinking about that. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's been my thought process uh, this this week, last couple of days, for sure. How about yourself, man? What's, uh, what, do you, what do you think to evolve in, in, that, in that context? It's just, it's, that's it. Evolve or die, like you said, man. Evolve <laughs> or die. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Is um, Yeah. I like, I like what you said earlier as well. Is like the first thing I look at, the first thing I see when I look at a person is potential. And if you ain't evolving, then you're getting, you're actually getting further and further away from that, your, your, your potential, you're achieving that potential because it's too easy. It's like just very quickly things can <clears throat> spiral downwards. If you're not doing anything, if you're just, 
uh, not taking action towards doing things that you find valuable, then yeah, it's just it's just easy to spiral um, at, down and out and away from from that uh, from that potential, mm. because just like kind of doing nothing is is uh, yeah is it actually pulls you further away. It's not like you stand still. Uh, it's just that you you actually go backwards because everything everything um, pulls away from you. And it becomes harder and harder to try and achieve your potential the more you do nothing. Totally so, agree, man. Yeah, I totally agree. About, yeah, yeah, man. What, whatever you're evolving, bro. Too right, man. Too right. Like whatever you do, you're you're wiring something, right? You're mm -hmm. wiring something by doing or not doing, and then it's it's the wolf analogy. It's the mm -hmm. you believe you can or you can't. You are right. It's everything, yeah. right? That that's mm -hmm. that's. It's funny because I had a conversation with a client of mine, uh, Umbreen. Big shout out to Umbreen, smashing it. Trey honestly the most mm, how would i say body aware middle-aged asian housewife that i've ever trained like like <laughs> ask ask her to just bust out a bottoms under press with the kettlebell she's just like yeah what <laughs> like like i had to yeah. work for months for that range of motion you, know, like, you, you, just, you just walk up out of bed with it it's, this is they say cool man they say cool um That's jokes. very very capable like even though she's got her own limitations in regards to a poorly acl or 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 the other things that she has to deal with like um but yeah fantastic in, in some realms and trains damn hard um we had a conversation on the back of the on the back of the show and she was talking about how inspired she was and how much it just kind of spurred her on because she didn't know. I don't know if I, I did. I didn't mention to her my own little like um, progression from where I was to where I am now. Like she, she'd been told right. by a friend and referred to a referred through a friend. Um, and she, she told me like, I knew you'd lost the, some weight, but I didn't know it was this much. Like, what the hell? This is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. And, it, and it, you could see the the spark in her, and um, it got me thinking like sometimes i think what we do for people is we don't we don't um what's the word we can tell somebody like you're gonna you you need to kind of change in this that or the other way or we can say oh if you want to fulfill your potential you're going to need to start changing but sometimes that that thing of changing is so foreign to people or even even the options to change are so foreign to people mm. that it's what leads them to like weight watchers or what leads them to there because they, they, they're just like lost in the dark trying to find a way and mm -hmm. it's 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 sad that these fad kind of things exist but i feel like when we when we work with people on this on this level we're almost doing the work that we spoke about earlier in regards mm -hmm. to how we would work with with children and like like i said i don't see adults any different to kids i think we're all just on that on a spectrum right they, we get a bit more kind of understanding and a bit more kind of uh like dummies and we kind of like behave ourselves a bit better and we have a bit right. more like a uh, decorum decorum about ourselves but we still need to work on these things and if no one's ever shone that light and shown you the way that you can evolve i feel like it's very hard for some people but mm -hmm. that's where that's where we come in right like it's yeah. it's problem solvers like mm -hmm. like we can remember we're, we're just trying to we're just trying to be present and be available to solve your shit you know what i mean because yeah. we have plenty of shit to solve ourselves and and that's it's a fun place to be and we've always talked about how much we enjoy our work um mm. yeah man fun yeah. times with, with evolving yeah exactly and it is it's um it's difficult to yeah you, you do, it's easy to get lost especially because there's this 
I'm gonna, it's not wealth of information. It's just a, just a field of weeds of information <laughs> out there. And so you keep trying one thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's just, uh, it's not useful. Um, mm. So having people around to show the way is that, look, we know, we know how this works. Just commit to it, follow that process and you're going to, you're going to get where you want to be. And mm -hmm. then that evolution begets even more evolution. You just, you just start to, you don't even realize what you can what you can achieve from it as well, right? Mm -hmm. Is um, it just other things emerge from that? You're just like, okay, I've got this goal. You start to work towards it, and then you realize that you're capable of so much more than you actually thought you were when you started out. And you just start to think, oh wait, I could maybe try this, or I can maybe try that. And you know, just a good example is like with a client who just uh, in the time I've been training them. Um, didn't think that they would run like never thought it was a thing especially with like a a knee that had been operated on and uh but then just was like you know actually everything yeah i'm just I'm just gonna take a run one day and just did it and it's like you know super happy with that and um yeah it's amazing yeah it's amazing because you just don't realize yeah you just don't realize that you have that access uh, to things that you just didn't realize you would ever be able to do but that only comes from actually being on the journey and doing the process mm. and, um, and committing to the process because things just unveil themselves to you as you go along. Like more opportunities come your way, the more you work towards the opportunities you're trying to create for yourself. So, um, yeah, you just gotta, just gotta, just gotta do it, man. Just gotta be on that process. Stick Damn with right, it. man. Damn right. Damn right. Totally agree, man. Totally agree. It's so, 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 so valuable. And I think that, mm. Again, you got to just open it up to the people out there and be like, what, in which ways, obviously this, I feel like January has been, um, the theme has been goal setting and it's been mm -hmm. evolving. It's been doing new shit and, and, and uh, that's mad. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been a few other themes, that's right? Wild. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. Sorry, that's wild. That's wild. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what, in which ways do you, wish to move forward and progress like you hearing this as, as the listener i'm talking to you right now what ways does your soul need to be directed right now right and let us know and uh it's interesting to share these things because once you share them you, you could get a response that you weren't expecting and mm -hmm. that response can can push you forward or it can turn you around and put you in a different direction either way i feel like in some way it could value you could benefit you so um i know personally in my life my experience i've been fortunate enough to have to have shared my experiences with many many people and on the back of that received so much knowledge from the people around me and that, that's ultimately what leads me to believe people are just potential because i have been the word i'm going to try and use is like potentialized I don't know if that works. Like I just just filled with potential. Like take me to the Chevron station and fill me up with some potential. Right, like that. That's that's how I feel. People, people have kind of done what they've done to me uh, when I've asked them. When I've kind of put myself out there, put my dreams out there, um, is that I've got that response. So I feel like we 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 are here to do the same. So uh, let's keep this dialogue going with the Evolve Achieve Thrive peoples and uh, and a nation. See, let's hear it, people. Let's hear, it. let's hear, let's hear the ways in which you want to uh, you want to evolve, and what you're proud about as well. What, what makes you proud in your life? Yeah, let's hear it. Exactly, that's it. Yeah, you got to talk about it a lot. It's like you got to celebrate the things that uh, you're winning at in life mm -hmm. as well, because uh, that just kind of gets pushed out 
and uh, but the more you can do that the more you just uh, inspire yourself so that's um, that's important because inspiration keeps you going motivation is fleeting so be inspired is where mm. you want to be at love that bro love that should we should we knock on the head there bro yeah that's a good place to call it sound sound nice man people's hope you enjoyed hope you enjoyed the chat i definitely did yeah exactly hope you enjoyed it and then uh, like Rumo was saying just get in touch with us tell us what you're thinking about these uh, different things he's asked you questions about and uh please uh, if you're enjoying the podcast please please like rate subscribe to the show um uh, jump on apple itunes uh, on apple podcasts or itunes and just give us a rating drop us a review it helps uh, the podcast get found out and um and uh, just reach more people like you so appreciate it folks and we'll catch you next week.